0: Should be like quicker. Do you think it's a bit too long? Yeah, the theme song
1: Do you want to cut or it down? Like, Or like we
0: should add more stuff to it. Yeah. Like sound effects of people like screaming, like, help oh, man. They're like they going to be able to hear this. Quit some horror movies. Oh, we'll delete this. <laughs> cut off this should we keep this in? Should we go like, well, we should fucking delete this? <laughs> no. Nah. You've been sent me my swear words.
1: Maybe that's what we should
0: do with these intros just talk over it <laughs> hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hoa herald it's me leo and next to me is louis louis, louis and it says on the title oh yeah and uh today's is a special one uh today is our kind of we got a classic kind of week. Where, you know, we we watch a new movie, then we watch a classic movie, then a new movie, and then we're back to doing a classic movie. And the classic movie we have chosen today is Dawn of the Dead, the 1978 original. But before we get to that, I think it's news time.
1: I'm excited. Yeah, news time. Uh, News time is always just time for me to get news.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you already know the news, which is annoying, but um, that's okay. Um, So... The, one of the bigger news things and one that i'm mostly really excited about is that halloween ends has officially wrapped production it's oh, yeah. done they're finished filming i think ages ago not ages ago but like a week prior to like i think i think it wrapped yesterday i'm pretty sure it said like october like tenth or 11th 11th is today so 10th and no probably not for us when we're recording it yeah. when you're listening it's not that time but um, but I know Jamie Lee Curtis like finished uh, like a week I think before everyone else is finishing, and she probably uh, died. And oh well, the character Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, and but Alison had a bit more stuff to shoot. Because um, so she is, survives, maybe. I mean, probably it's a new character. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but um, but anyway, that's it. Wrapped production, and that was according to producer Ryan Turek. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. Ryan, I know you're listening. Um. <laughs> And uh, what he said, and I'll just uh, quote him, he said, last night of shooting, uh, we're up on our Halloween trilogy, incredible journey, amazing cast, amazing crew, while we obviously have post-production ahead of us, it's still an emotional night. So, yeah, end of it, end of the trilogy, end of... End of the... Uh, end of the Halloween holo- trilogy. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about them just yet, uh, I'll mean, wait till it ends. I mean, 2018, <laughs> I loved, and then Kills was a bit of a disappointment, but and this one i feel i don't know how to feel about this one because what i'm hearing is just so strange like i'm hearing like two different quotes about like how you know um david golden green is saying it's like a it's kind of like a uh a coming of age film where and i know he probably doesn't mean it like in the you know the stand yeah. by me sense but yeah. I think he means like you know maybe characters are coming to their own. And I understand that and that's cool. But he also said stuff about like how it's like Christine, which doesn't hey, make sense. I'll
1: accept a different Halloween movie than all the other shit ones.
0: Oh 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 come on! I mean yeah, I mean yeah, yeah there's some bad <laughs> yeah. ones, but they're not out of all the franchise, slasher franchises out there. It's like, it's I mean it's I've been watching some Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies and I'm just like, Ugh. That's fair. but um. But no, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm a big Halloween fanatic, so I'm kind of sad that's ending. Well, I'm not sad that it's ending. I don't know. Halloween kills just really made me feel a bit salty, but that's okay. But um, anyway, that's ended, and um, can't wait to see it. I'm hesitant. I'm really hesitant when Very we go to. be hesitant. Um, but look, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they're going to fix the mess of Halloween kills, but who cares? Anyway... That's coming. Um, It's set to release on October 17 this year. So that's coming out. Um, Another kind of interesting one, and we're going to talk about this one, is a new NFT horror film is set to be released. Oh, my God. And it's called Crypto Horrors. And, uh, of course, they had to make it relevant, so they're now doing an NFT film. And, uh, yeah, so um, the the film uh, follows a group of crypto-savvy millennials, trying to escape their 9-to-5s by flipping NFTs as a side hustle. <laughs> After buying into a supposedly cursed NFT collection, they begin experiencing mysterious occurrences and will now have to fight for their lives. Oh, my God. Now, I don't know much about NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> um, this sounds like a, like an SNL sketch. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one of the biggest things at the moment. I know. So, oh, my God. Um, it's not done by any big studio, I think. And I think the biggest star, um, her name is Najua Townsend. I'm sorry for not pronouncing that way. And I think she's done some other horror movies. I'm not sure exactly, but um, y- yeah. So anyone who's
1: into f- NFTs, into NFTs, there's a movie for you. Well, guess is is it like bad NFTs because they're, they're evil?
0: I I don't I don't know. I just are know. they like
1: ghost NFTs or are they just like
0: I don't know? It's, it's Leo, why do you know NFT collection? And they and they and I'm guessing maybe it's sentient NFTs or maybe it's messing with oh. the internet and stuff like oh. that. Like I don't know, I don't know. Okay. But that that's that. Um, another.
1: I wish I never knew about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, on our last and for our news for today is that a Norwegian filmmaker Tommy Ricola, So I'm not pronouncing that right. Uh, they're known for like the Hansel and Gretel uh, witch hunters movie and also like all the Dead Snow franchise, which I think, which seen. I think was like a zombie. I don't uh, know this Winter, guy. anyway, um, is directing a new horror movie called Violent Night, which is a horror... Hol- Silent Night, but Violent Night. Violent let Night. Let me guess. Which is a holiday horror tale starring <laughs> David Harbour oh, from Stranger Things and said to be released on the 2nd of December this year. The film is set to follow a team of elite mercenaries as they break into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage, but the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant, Santa Claus, which is played by David Harbour... Uh, um, <laughs> is on the grounds and is about to show why this Nick is no saint. <laughs> is that really what? Yeah, it says? yeah. That's and great. I'm kind of. I'm very I'm pumped for this. That. If, if David Harbour is playing like a, I'm very excited for this. gory, crazy Santo who's going to kill a bunch of mercenaries. I'm, I'm down. I'll watch it.
1: Yeah, I like when they make children's entertainment into mm. violent mercenaries. I mean, violent killers. Always fun.
0: Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm down for it. I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah, why not? I mean, I think that ha- I think I've seen another kind of movie that's kind of similar. Zero. Where it's like, I think it was, it was like a uh, hitman movie where like uh, there's a bunch of assassins trying to kill, kill Santa. Santa. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I don't
1: know what it's called, but like a kid wishes that this mercenary to kill Santa. Or something, yeah, something like he didn't that. Get a good gift. Yeah,
0: but on the same time, you know, David Harbour as Santa will be epic. So yeah, I'm that. all down for that. <laughs> Anyway, that is the news of the week. Let's just call it the week, because news of the we, week. We release like an episode every fortnight. Some, some yeah, fortnight, do we? Yeah, on
1: on iTunes it says it says fortnightly.
0: Damn, I, all right. Cool. I don't know why. Cool. I thought just, it was like a weekly then. It is, but okay. it says fortnightly. <laughs> well, this revamped. We're doing something different. We're we're going at it. We're giving something every week. But um, yeah. So that is the news. Um, I did. We did quickly skip. a moment. we meant to kind of talk about ourselves. So, how, how are you? Oh, shit. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm as well. Pretty tired as well. Cool. Cool. All right. That's it. That's that. Um, (laughs) All right. um, Now, let's get to the movie. Now, before we start, I'm going to talk about it, talk a little bit about the movie. It's Dawn of the Dead, um, iconic zombie movie made in 1978. Um, the director is George A. Romero. The music is done by The Goblins and Dario Argento. There yeah, it is. Um, they're great. I love the Suspiria soundtrack, and Louis loves Suspiria. Suspiria. He's wearing a Suspiria shirt right now. Like, I am, actually. He is. I am. Look at him, supporting. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a Shaun of the Dead t-shirt right now.
1: I wore this Suspiria shirt without knowing during watching the movie that it was by yeah.
0: Goblin and uh, Dario Argento. There you go. There you go. We've got somewhat similar shots. So anyway, anyway, yeah, it is uh, directed by George A. Romero, and uh, it's starring uh, Keane Foy, who plays Peter, who is probably my favorite character of the film. We have uh, Galen Ross as Francine, Scott Ranger, I think that's how you say it, starring as Roger, David Emerge as Stephen, and Tom Savini's in it. As a uh, as biker, right? As like a motorcycle... <laughs> crazy dude <laughs> i don't know oh yeah this um, is motorcyclist or something yeah but uh yeah that's that um it's uh, i'll give you the i'll give you the quick synopsis and then we'll get to our review Um, So the synopsis goes as this. As hordes of zombies swarm over the U.S., the terrified populace tries everything in their power to escape the attack of the undead, but neither cities nor the countryside prove safe. In Pennsylvania, radio station employee Stephen and... or Stefan and his girlfriend Francine escape in the station helicopter accompanied by two Renegade SWAT members, Roger and Pete. The group... Retreats to the haven of an enclosed shopping center to make what would be what could be humanity's last stand. Anyway, that's that. That's Dawn of the Dead. Now
1: you've seen Night of the Living Dead. I've seen
0: I've seen th- I've seen the original trilogy: Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, mm. and Day of the Dead. Um, and yeah, I've seen Night of the Living Dead. I th- I can't exactly remember too much because it was a little bit ages ago when I seen it, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it kind of ends with. Actually, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, don't. I just, it. I just <laughs> realized. I just it ends real, with. I just realized uh, Louis hasn't seen it, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of them except for this one, which I just watched. Yeah, but uh, Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead. Uh, this one's in the midst of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, this one is um,
1: straight into the the action. It's got pretty much like no setup. It's just into it, and, yeah. and I like it.
0: Yeah, and there's, the first scene's is really great. We won't talk scene by scene, but yeah, the 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 opening really shows the full on craziness of the zombie, uh, you know, apocalypse. And it's it's weird to watch it and go like, oh, this was like one of the first like proper zombie concept movies. Like yeah. I know I know there's been other zombie movies before, but this one's like, what if it was you know like on a big national scale yeah. and and there's all this um you know crazy kind of ethics being talked about like you know there, they just have this disease or they people too or whatever and it's just crazy to see all these people just um, in the newsroom for example in the opening scene yeah. just going crazy and trying to stay on the air and then there was that really ballistic scene in that kind of like hotel thing full of people not hotel but like, you know there's apartments full yeah. of those different people anyway uh, I won't talk too much about it uh, about the scenes, but uh, but because I got to say this is probably going to be a spoiler, yep, review, spoiler review, so yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, but before we get into the spoilers, we just say our overall thoughts, so you can yeah. at least listen to that bit. Um, what did you think? Loved
1: it. Loved, loved it. every second of it. I think we watched the extended cut. Yeah. Yeah. Loved every second of it. Yeah. I love. This is probably one of my favorite horror movies now. Mm. Loved every second of it.
0: Yeah, I, I I loved the movie as well. I remember when I first watched it. Like I put it on and I, I didn't. I won't say what I how I felt about Nine and Living Dead. I didn't hate Nine and Living Dead, but I remember watching this, going like, "Wow, wow, this is Amazing. actually just a great horror film, e- even for the time." Like, there's times when you know you watch old horror movies and you're like, "It's great, it's great for the yeah, time." Yeah, for the time. But then you, but watch you it and you're like, you don't ah. you don't necessarily actually love it, but you have to respect it because how good it was. But this is a movie that like I watched, and I'm I like, actually love. I, I I love it. Like it, even with my short attention span brain, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Anyway, that Thoroughly is invested. our non-spoiler thoughts. And now we're going to kind of get into the spoilers with our positives and negatives. So should we start with the negatives or positives? I don't have any negatives. I, I, have, yeah, I have nitpicks for negatives. Yeah. I don't like I don't, really don't have, have like negatives. actual like full on stuff okay, that I I'll hate. My, my should we just get the negatives out of the way. Yeah, this is like yeah. a fully kind of yeah, positive review. Yeah, yeah, I'll get the negatives out of the way. My negatives
1: are um sometimes the zombie makeup is like just kind of funny when I'm just wearing gray. Sometimes right. just, just the gray on their face is like, that's just a guy
0: right. <laughs> walking around. Uh-huh. That's yeah. really it. Yeah, connecting to that, I would say there's moments where it can be pretty goofy. Like the but zombies. I, l- I love it, though. No, there's a the thing. There's like a difference for me, I feel like, with goofy and like intentional comedy that's throughout the movie. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't, this is nitpicks I have. Like it's, I literally have three small points yeah. where it's like, oh, it's a bit goofy. And I'll say my other point. I don't know why. Maybe because it was the second time I was watching it, and I was really tired. But I felt like, oh, some bits was maybe I could tell it's the extended cut. Like I could tell. For like,
1: me, first time watching it, I didn't give a shit. I was so I wanted. I, I'm happy I got more of this movie. I know
0: I love it, but like I I I realized I that could tell that I it was, was like extended. this is an extended cut. But I I, that's not a, well. that's not nothing against the movie because we were watching the extended cut, which is like yeah. twelve minutes more. But I think, but I was like, yeah, it was good. And the I guess the last negative, if it's any negative. Is that sometimes the fly guy? You know, he doesn't seem like he cares about his girl too much. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Like their, their, That's their, like their chemistry. I, I forgot
1: about that. Sometimes like Stephen is just like, just like, oh, you want to vote? Oh, you want to like have opinions and you want to have a yeah. gun? You want to learn to fly? God, get out of here! But then eventually he just yeah. To fly. But I'm good. I'm just kind of like
0: to Franny Fra- Frank uh, uh, franny yeah uh, no the character's name in the movie is they, they francine call, in the movie he calls them like franny well that's probably just their play names you i know? know but it's just like Fra- franny but uh, yeah it's it's, it's francine, francine according to google.com uh, slash <laughs> <laughs> slash dawn of dawn, the of dead. dawn of the dead 1978 um but yeah i mean i don't have proper really negatives with the film it's just like small there probably are negatives
1: that i that I, don't I just know. didn't find. I just I just thoroughly just enjoyed what I was I saying. I feel like sometimes I would sometimes the effects yeah. were like noticeable, but I don't care.
0: Yeah, I feel like the only negatives I would be able to put against it is if I was comparing it like with Wheelie, maybe Better Maids yeah, zombie flicks and going, logic. Oh, that stuff had logic. Well, Dawn of the Dead sometimes it doesn't have logic, but at the same time it doesn't like, matter. This movie like, it, it's fine. It's
1: one of the most unique movies. Mm. It's like it sets up as this graphic, horrible like apocalypse movie that just turns into like mall rats where they're just like in the in the Mm -hmm. shopping center just having fun just like and the zombies are kind of just a side thought that's what i really love about this movie is that it's not really a zombie movie in the middle of it it's just these guys surviving the apocalypse and it could be any apocalypse could be like Mm -hmm. could be anything a disease of like any sorts but it's just zombies but just these, these guys just living their lives in this Shopping center.
0: Yeah, it's a very, it's a very character focused very character movie.
1: Character and the characters are fucking brilliant. All
0: right, that, yeah, we'll go to our puzzles now. Yeah, one of yeah. my puzzles definitely was that the characters were great. I loved them all. Chemistry with all the characters. Yeah, I was going to say the chemistry is fantastic. Well, my favorite character is probably Peter. And, oh yeah. And I, I just loved how he kind of took that kind of leadership and caring role, and yeah. his, you know chemistry with everyone was great. Um, yeah. I yeah, I, I thought the chemistry, I though it. I, I really feel like I really feel like Peter was the one connecting all the chemistry together because I feel like you know Francine and you know Stephen were just having a little bit of a marriage. They weren't married, they don't were married, they? No. Oh
1: damn! She rejected his marriage proposal. Oh yeah,
0: but but that, that's that's another thing we'll get to because um, I have something to say about that. Um, but
1: <laughs> I have <laughs> opinions on that. No,
0: no, it's like a positive opinion. Um, oh. But um, yeah, don't take him. No, <laughs> don't <laughs> no. take him. No. He's no. a bitch. No, but uh, yeah, the characters were great, and they had like uh, great banter, and the chemistry. Was yeah, fantastic. I loved.
1: I loved like when Stephen was trying to shoot the guy attacking. Um, Peter. Peter. Yeah, attacking Peter. Peter. is this
0: in the scene where they like had to yeah. like fill up the helicopter yeah
1: and then attacking peter but he just like couldn't shoot shit and then like his and then like um peter throughout the film was just like saying just saying like i'm not the zombies went with the one trying to kill me it was you yeah and just like constant like um uh roger putting his gun in front of steven yeah just to shoot for him that was oh, funny so good and
0: that kind of also connects with another thing i love about it was the comedy like was yeah actually really funny like there's just there's these moments that I'm like surprised like oh wow they actually put some like really funny moments in yeah. it like you know like that motif asking, of him with the gun.
1: <laughs> they're asking for cigarettes. C- <laughs> they, they they run into people when they're trying to run away. And it's like hey do you have any cigarettes? was like no I don't have any cigarettes. when they start yeah. and the, when they leave one they of the hooligans.
0: One of the hooligan guys <laughs> like what even is a cigarette? I don't know but I want one. But like there's there's moments you know when they're like stealing money and they take a photo with yeah. the like the CCTV camera yeah. and there's like all these just funny moments that really alleviate what would be kind of a depressing film. Yeah. It
1: was no, know what I expected. Yeah, like it was
0: because it was kind of goofy like, and fun. And it
1: like it's like what I really love about um uh like funny sitcoms is like they're funny, but when they're deep, they get they can get deep because we're used to the funny bits. But when it gets sad mm-hmm. and emotional, you really feel it because mm-hmm. you're just so you're so used to everything being so funny and so light. But mm-hmm. then as soon as it gets dark, you're like, oh shit, I'm feeling this because it's such a juxtaposition of what the other scenes were.
0: Yeah, and another another positive I would say is that it had very interesting, I would say, um, great kind of commentary on different kind of like issues, like kind of political yeah. issues. So like one one of them was kind of um, you know, the, I think the big overarching message or comment was kind of on capitalism and kind of its like slow decline during the yeah. apocalypse. For example, like the idea that private property is still a thing during the apocalypse yeah. and how that decided not to work and how like towards the end like they had this kind of message about how material wealth doesn't make you happy like yeah. how they're all like stuck in you know that you know they're stuck in the they're stuck in the mall and they're you know throughout you know getting all these like items and you can you can see that like um Stephen like picked out a bunch of wins to give to to give to um uh what, what's her name francine and there's all this stuff for them just like yeah, wearing and real, clothes yeah. and being stuck in there and material they're doing goods. they're doing all these like stuff for material goods
1: that we would assume would be really fun yeah that and then we would be like hell but, yeah but then just they're stuck with it it's their only entertainment. yeah the only
0: thing is all this like material stuff that they by the end like like no contact with anyone else is starting yeah. to make them go crazy it's
1: pretty much just like really really relevant for today yeah it's covered
0: yeah I guess so yeah. I guess so and another another comment I would say, and i I don't know if this was a huge comment, but it's kind of comment on like how the apocalypse is like allowing <laughs> You're gonna think I'm stupid, and I'm not trying to be like far left or whatever. But the apocalypse has like allowed people to be racist, like how, like, oh, how for example, sure. like it's allowed them to get their inner evils out. Yeah, they're but just like, like, for example, in that like you know that ho- you know that opening scene in the Wade, because all this like ballistic crap is going out. He's yeah. this just guys allowed, allowed to shoot down to all shoot these minorities, as many
1: minorities as you can, which is so awful. But it's just, it's like he has a reason to now, which
0: well, sucks. he doesn't have a proper reason, but well, yeah, like I what you're saying, in like, his like, head, yeah, he his has a reason. Like, Oh, we can do it. And he can he's been stuff. talking and about it's how so like so disgusting. He's been talking about how like why are all these minorities being staying like for free in these yeah. kind of um accommodations and he's just going yeah. crazy. And then this whole thing about like I don't know if this was a big kind of link to that idea, but you know, when they were in the um they were in the helicopter and it's talking about how like, oh, the rednecks are gonna love this or whatever yeah. like that. Um and I, I think yeah, I think it's that also kind of and it, has yeah, a, but that was it put, also
1: very funny when just all the rednecks just taking photos and having barbecues, <laughs> barbecues. and all just like
0: uh, shooting the zombies in the distance yeah. like ah oh, shit I missed and then yeah that's so funny yeah but I I think it just has a cool comment on how like in uh, it yeah, evils like, can be it, brought out during the apocalypse it like
1: it commented on everything but it never felt like it was uh, it, like yeah. forced it was yeah. just like this is what would happen
0: yeah I mean they were, I mean, they were comment yeah they were commenting on everything was they were commenting like, on everything like, like racism and, Sexism, capitalism 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 and capitalism and abortion yeah. Like they, they did the hey, whole. If you want an abortion, I can do it. <laughs> it was just like, oh wow, this guy knows how to do it. Damn, but uh, it's yeah. I mean, they, they yeah, they were commenting on the, these like dark issues that we you know wouldn't yeah. dare would they really talk about. No, no, not dare. I mean, it's kind of talked about a lot in the movie industry. But but like in but this how kind of it's of way, all it's how, it, just, it feels so like it's done just... in a way that's not like they don't seem to have like a full on opinion on opinion, it. and they're trying to like shove in your face like this is right and this is wrong.
1: Yeah, it's just like this is what they're talking about. This is their experience with it this is what's happening mm. in this scene. This is just what Agendas is talking about, but it's not saying we're talking about Agenda right now. We're talking about mm. just what would come up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, but they, they they had great uh, commentary and some stuff. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Or I have a whole bunch I want to say yeah, about go, this movie. Because I like, it.
1: I wrote like down a list, like w- during the movie, like each point was just like, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about, I think, even the sluggish and the slow-moving, goofy zombies almost made it, like, just scarier because mm-hmm. they're just so silent. And they're just... Just the mindlessness of these zombies and how just purely animalistic they are or just purely human they are and just, like, mm-hmm. they remember their past, kind of. They remember some memories. And they're not just, like, running at you to be scary. These zombies are slow and and maniacal and, even, and it's so much more sinister when they're just in the basement and they're just strapped into like bags and they're just wiggling around and they're just eating mm-hmm. these bones of and human flesh. And not, they don't even care about the guy in the room. They're just so distracted by eating these these people. It's just so disgusting and disturbing. I honestly, that's probably the most disturbed I've been in a movie. Really? Maybe, No sinister maybe a bit more but this just the the visual of these zombies just munching on these people and these people just looking at them in such disgust and just one by one shooting them and killing them and putting them out of their misery Mm -hmm. so disgusting and i was just like this is disturbing and i love it so much
0: yeah yeah um it's probably one
1: of my favorite openings of all time just that whole opening of the new station and the opening of um uh the apartment building mm-hmm. just purely fucking amazing
0: yeah definitely i mean and, and connecting to that I, g- I guess uh another positive i'm just going to say it's right the back is that the goal was really yeah really good like ow. yeah like i was thinking for like for the time it was great but like it's it's just really good yeah. like it's i it made me go
1: ow because usually like if it's hyper realistic like in um newer zombie movies where it's like really expansive gore where it's like everything's exploding all over the place Uh, that doesn't really get me because it's like oh that doesn't look like yeah it looks too far-fetched for me to understand but just the little just bites and then just like them holding just bones and eating it it's just just the way it was so casual that these zombies were doing it it wasn't like they were like munching really fast and being all like um like wild wolves Mm -hmm. they were just like they felt like just stray dogs just slowly munching on some food in the in the garden and it makes it even more sinister that they don't even care about you. They're just so focused on eating this mo- food it's almost more sinister and like mm. it just creeps me out. And I think
0: that kind of version of S- Zombie kind of really connected to that kind of theme of like I don't know if it connect, like I think connected kind of to capitalism, how they were talking about like, oh, they just want to go to the mall and they're connected to it and this is where yeah, they're... And they, this just the they're to, they just used and to go into a place. Yeah, and they're going all around and just maybe that says something about like how we all kind of zombies when we go... To yeah, that's, a, like that's that. That. a
1: point that I had um down here. Mm-hmm. It's when um the characters are... Well, after... Oh, I think we have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Roger. Roger. Yeah, he gets bit. Poor guy. Poor, poor,
0: guy. poor guy. uh, I mean, yeah, he kind of had it coming, but poor yeah, guy.
1: Poor guy. It's this movie just had such a good way of connecting us to the characters when, like, they had a plan. They were smart. They'd go through certain shopping centers and like distract the zombies and go up and down. Mm. But some things would go wrong. It felt like they had a deliberate plan. It like, it felt like, I don't know. I feel like other movies would like make those scenes more. Like, the characters had no idea what they were doing, and the, and the plans would fuck up. But these plans were, like, done well. They yeah. were smart and tactical. And then they had fun. But then, like, as soon as it does go wrong, it feels more special that it went wrong. Because they mm-hmm. went so right all these other times that when Roger gets bit, it's like, you thought they were invincible. The yeah. characters thought they were invincible. They were yeah. like, oh, these zombies, who cares? They're not going to get us. Yeah. But he gets bit. And then gets bit again. Yeah. And he got too distracted. And he gets so gung ho on killing these zombies that he just thinks he's invincible. Yeah. That, that um, that, uh, uh, Peter has to calm him down. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's sad though because, like, you, because of the, how great the chemistry uh, is between the characters, you yeah. really feel for when, like, Roger. Was killed and you dying. and you really feel like because Peter was really trying to make sure that you know what just stays saying He's like you can't yeah. do what you're doing you can't just be just saying gun ho you're gonna kill, kill yeah. us all, but you can really see that you know it's the whole being stuck in a mole is taking a toll on him, and it's sadder because instead of just going like oh he's bit he's then he's dead. Yeah. They have this whole thing about like yeah. how you know he's still trying to take part even when he's been bit and he's him just, being wheeled oh, wheeled so around funny. and him being a wheeled around a and gun, he's holding a gun we're just and like because his of that you out. find him like so you find charming. that funny and you find that kind of sad as well yeah. how he's still trying to be part of it and he doesn't and, and you can see and, and you can see the heartache it's giving people like Peter yeah and it, the, if they would have just killed him like that I probably wouldn't have felt yeah. anything but the fact that he's still trying to take part and he's yeah, still trying to hold on to his humanity although like he even knows like he when, can yeah and when he's
1: like telling grip peter like like where are you peter And he's like i'm here and he's like it's like a sick person with like um like dementia or something mm-hmm. and it's just so much more sad and more realistic and how we're just like i don't want to turn to one of those things i'm gonna try my best not to i'm gonna mm-hmm. really try and then when he eventually does it's even more sad also creepy those creepy shots. yeah show.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, another thing I gotta like say, like the
1: effects on the main characters when they turned into zombies were like great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also connecting to you saying that was a creepy shot. Yeah, I would say there's a lots of suspenseful shots and great directing. Like they really, oh, yeah. they really kind of utilize that kind of like not close up, but they kind of like mid, where they're like they're where they're the center of the frame and they've got the like, gun yeah. down the barrel of the of the camera and they have all these like really cool, um, you know, kind of suspenseful kind of shots. Yeah, with the zombies and. It's yeah, it's cool. I think the directing, you know, was serviceable. It wasn't you know, a film that was made just for, um, just for like to make like an experimental, beautiful-looking yeah. film. Yeah. But it, but, was, it it, did it, what it but did. the directing, you know, served its purpose, and it was also some shots yeah. were actually really, generally good. And yeah. um, yeah, I think a yeah, good directing on that part, and yeah, some of the um, the directing of the acting as well. Some of the stunts were really good. Yeah. Like I, I, I had some pointing to like Louis, that guy like swung by. Kind of not a rope, but kind of like a like banner, a flag like a thing, flag thing banner, yeah. and then came in and hit a zombie. zombie. I thought that was cool. That wasn't the best directing ever, but I'm just saying it was Yeah, it was, it was just cool. a cool zombie. Um, but yeah, yeah, the directing was good, and there was actually some pretty suspenseful shots yeah.
1: all the time. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about uh, the capitalism part of this, because we yeah. all love capitalism. Go for it. It's like, um, when they're stuck here, like, I wrote this paragraph while watching the movie. It's, the characters have become cynical and bored of just being trapped in one place, knowing they can't leave and they just lost someone. Days on end are relatable, relatable to COVID. Uh, lonely, um, loved, uh, lonely lives they live, being their only company, running out of things to do and fun things, getting tired and hopeless, relying on material goods to, to make them feel better because the people are getting on their nerves the makeup of the people have almost become grayish. Like I noticed on, Fra- on Francine, mm-hmm. she looked more gray throughout the movie.
0: I guess she was getting more sick because she's pregnant, but I know what you I mean. know, but like
1: she looked like visibly more gray, like like zombieish and sluggish. And like it, to every character because the lives they live are sluggish and slow, boring, trapped, getting tired and frustrated with each other. Like, mm-hmm. they could, like it was no longer they're getting frustrated with the zombies. They're frustrated with each other. Yeah. Like turning on the TV and turning it off, trying to get a signal. Yeah. And like the human side of the zombie apocalypse, like small things becoming big things Mm. and frustrations. But then, as soon as one character, as soon as Francine goes, What have we become? They go outside, start teaching each other about how to fly a helicopter. They start doing more activities together and less being on their own. Yeah. Like it just becomes this own finding places to explore their feelings. And it's almost, I always found that really beautiful. Like that Uh whole scene with them being zombies in this mall and then just living their lives as casual like over a few months and like living inside and Mm -hmm. then like they're just like i don't want to do this anymore and they just start planning to leave not planning to leave leave but like they just like they don't want to live here anymore this was what they were scared of and it came true and it was no longer a zombie movie it was just about isolation
0: yeah you really you really felt you know when time was passing by throughout the film, yeah. and it's great because it kind of utilises all these kind of motifs of like, over over time, you know the 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 their kind of main base, you know, uh, becomes more different. For example, like Peter starts, you know, painting it brown, and yeah. there's you know more kind of like furniture within it over time, yeah. and. But, you know, as that happens, you can tell they get more and more kind cynical of and bored. cynical and f- frustrated with each other. And, you know, I wouldn't blame them.
1: No, I would not blame them. And um, like how Francine doesn't want to get married. Yeah. You wanted to say something about that, didn't you?
0: Oh. Oh, no, saying that was like showing, you yeah. know, how kind of like, not how time's passing by, but like how they're becoming more cynical with each other and how... And how
1: like, this is not a place where you want to get married. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, this movie just really felt like just... A fun trip with these characters. It didn't felt like the zombies were like a cause for a problem and not the main plot. It wasn't mm-hmm. like how *Zombieland* is like zombies are everywhere because it's *Zombieland*, or *Shaun of the Dead*. Even though I love that movie, it's like mainly about the zombies that are, are coming out. But there's still some plot in between with like um well, well like I guess *Shaun that did less so, but it was like because it's mainly about the characters but like i feel like zombies are even more of a focus in that movie which is fine there's nothing wrong with it but i just like this take on it where it's how it's mainly just people just inside
0: okay because i I, won't i I won't argue with the show of the dead. then although i would say i think it does
1: oh no it does definitely but like they they go out more to fight the zombies and they're going through more zombie scenarios i guess well this movie it felt like just the exact same scenario zombies in the mall Oh, yeah, just, okay. just get past. I, I know what you're saying. Just I get past them and then done. It wasn't a big deal that the zombies were there until it became a big deal.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Um. Let's think. What's What's a more also? I love
1: have? also. I love how the news sets. They're uh-huh. like they at the beginning. They look kind of professional, but then it just became like a um a Q and A where yeah. it's just like everyone getting their opinion, and the audience in the background was shouting. It became like handheld um like um news throughout mm. the movie every time they got a new signal it just literally just felt like a mockumentary or a documentary and like how it's like it's no longer a set anymore it's just like wooden wooden boards behind them they're sitting on crates not nothing professional and they're just getting a cynical with each other they're getting annoyed everyone's yeah everyone's everyone's opinion Mm -hmm. is wrong Mm -hmm. except for your own it really felt like just trapped in a showing humanity and this guy's just going like we have to stay rational rational and he's like mm-hmm. trying to calm everyone down, even though he's being irrational as well, and he's being hypocritical. Yeah, it's like differing opinions. It's like watching a Q and A on on the mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. Didn't really feel like a news broadcast anymore. It felt like a debate.
0: Yeah, and you yeah, you really see that as uh, it, it was yeah. really cool as, as you know the characters became yeah more cynical and more mad at each other. So did the world, yeah. and so did um everything kind of become uh, kind of crazy um another positive i have and this one's kind of just a background positive is that i love the soundtrack the soundtrack's kind of cool yeah um the whole i mean the main dawn of the dead theme is what is great about it and um there's some there's some there's some good kind of like uh instrumental bits throughout which i think sound fantastic yeah but uh yeah soundtrack is good the theme is the theme is great i think the theme is just really good the soundtrack was alright, but the theme was really good yeah and um not
1: as good as the spirit soundtrack but okay. it's, it's a good, yeah. it's a good, good theme for the soundtrack of Suspiria.
0: Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't have too many other um different kind of positive yeah. points that I have. I kind of said my positive spiel. Do you have anything left?
1: Yeah. I'm just like I just wrote things about. There's something about the zombies being quiet and slow, moving without meaning, and just slow eating human flesh. Like mm-hmm. in the basement was disturbing, harder to figure out and understand. Like, what the hell are these? Like what are they? Yeah, are they are they people still? Are they like because like in like, uh, Zombie Land they're just ferocious zombies that run after you and they try to kill you. In this movie, they're just wandering around, pushing things over using tools. Like how much intelligence do they have? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like they like the zombies rather keep eating their food than get new food. They're like pandas. You know, they're just like they got their food. They're just gonna chill eating their food. But as soon as they run out, then they'll start looking for food. They mm-hmm. just like they feel like like fat lions. And it, I don't know, just something about just these type of zombies. It's probably the best zombies I've seen in a movie. Okay, I fucking love this movie. Yeah,
0: they definitely weren't for me the s- scariest. But the, yeah, they probably were. They weren't the scariest. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to most... be in Train to Busan. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they want. Um, the sc-
1: they want the scariest zombies. By the fact that they weren't always like being scary, they were mm. just for me the most disturbing. And like, if I looked at zombies in any other movie, I'm just scared because they're running at me, they're running at the characters, they're threatening. But this movie, like, if you saw, I, if I saw these zombies in the distance, I'd be like, just what the fuck? Sure. If I saw Swan of the um, some of the dead zombies, Walking Dead zombies, I'd be like, oh fuck, zombies are coming, and but like, and that's scary. But in this movie. I would be less scared of them, but I would just be more interested and more like, what the fuck are these things? These things are like, these things aren't exactly zombies. They they seem more intelligent and like, what are they? Are they decaying? Like what? They, it just feels so much more interesting, these type of zombies. Not upfront scary, but just so disturbing and slow and maniacal and sinister of these zombies. And it's just, just loved it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think it's time that we come to the bit of the review where we give it our rating. Yeah. Just to let everyone know our ratings. And we're going to go too into it because we've said it in other episodes. But we have uh, shit show, which is Born on the Battle. It's crap. Horrible. One of the worst things we've ever seen. Don't don't watch it. It's, it's just a waste of our time. Uh, Bore, Snore, Get Out the Door. It's just boring. It's just yeah. like not These aren't really it. in like
1: order. It's just like things we give things. Kinda. Yeah.
0: It's uh, so like ball Snore, Get Out the Door. It's just kind of like... Yeah. Like, all oh, right, watched no. it, never going to see it again. Yeah. Not worth your time. It's just, yeah, whatever. Then we have uh, Disappointment. Disappointment is just like, it, it may have had some good elements in it, and maybe we were looking forward to it, and it just really let us Especially down. Just been like, like, it might have, yeah, so there might have some bits that like, it's okay, it's all right, but on the same time, it's just like, oh, damn, this could have been a good film, but it isn't. And it's just like, what the hell? And normally, normally we don't find it as fun as the next one, which is, hey, it's fun. And uh, hey, it's fun. It's just like it may not be a great movie, but you know no, we, we had we, it. we had a lot of fun with it. It yeah. was you know enjoyable. Um, it, it might have just been a decent movie. It's just hey, it's fun. Doesn't says doesn't say too much, but you know what? It's it's good. It's fun. Then we have fantastically splendid. We give this to movies that we generally enjoyed. Thought it was a great movie. We thought it was uh uh really good. Um, there might be some small nitpicks into it, but like the good very outweighs the bad, and it's it, it's a film that we think is generally good, worth the time, go and watch it. And we for that sometimes, hey, it's fun, but like Fantastic Explained, it, it's just like a really good film, worth the time. And then the last one, we have kind of Masterpiece slash classic, which this is a film that we... You know, love so much. We think is fantastic. It's really one of the great ones. You know, um, yeah. it might I mean, even just
1: be like so- movies that we don't personally love, but we have to give classics because they are just horror classics. Mm. I mean, sometimes. I mean, yeah, I think sometimes. I think it's good that like we, we give should our own we should
0: give our own opinions. But these are movies that like we know why they're classics. We know why they're masterpieces. And I think from you know we we do want to try to say that we do like these films because I don't I don't want to you know give. Uh, classic to a film that I generally don't enjoy, but normally, yeah. normally, like even if we don't enjoy these films, we still uh, so what, what we mean is like we still we still enjoy Respect these films. We it. may not think these are the greatest things ever, but you know it's still good and still yeah worth the masterpiece that's been given. Uh, but yeah, so classic and masterpiece, um, and yeah, this can be for new films as well. For Dawn of Dead, what are we gonna give this one? Classic, 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 masterpiece, classic. This is
1: our first ever one, right?
0: I I think we might have done it before. I can't I remember. Not. Uh, I don't What remember, movies have I we don't haven't don't done any movies that are escape classic? Escape One. We gave it a classic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we did not. No, um, I can't remember. I can't remember what have we reviewed that we. I. I. Sorry, I did we review Friday the Thirteenth? We didn't give that one y- a classic. No. 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 I'm no. To, God. No. We give that a hate. I give it a hate. fun I don't remember. I don't. Okay. We probably have given a classic before. I, don't I just don't so. remember. But I think If yeah, this is the first classic. Th- we're gonna assume it's this is it. our first one. It's if it's, it's not, it. let us know, um, if you can. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and this uh, is a
1: classic in the sense that it is a classic. It is a, is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's it, not that like oh it, we respect it. This is like no, yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah, no, yeah. I understand. It's been
0: a classic for a while, and we totally understand why. And it's definitely it's definitely worth your worth your time. It's probably my favorite zombie movie. Probably your um, it's it's in probably yeah. my top ten yeah. uh, horror movies. What about you, Lou? You like it? I fucking love it, bro. You love it? I yeah. love the movie. It's so yeah. good.
1: I loved. I was like. The journey to watch this movie it took so because Oh yeah, this, we should talk yeah, about that really quickly. The setup of the de- the Blu ray wasn't working. Oh, yeah, we yeah. didn't have we yeah. couldn't find the remote. So we tried um yeah, during so. the PS four, but the D V D region was incorrect. So I had to bring a PC yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like, that PC didn't work.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i bought yeah we bought a dvd we tried putting in the blu-ray player that didn't work then we tried to put it into a ps4 that didn't, didn't work. work Then we tried to put it in a pc that didn't work because then the we tried PC doing another work. pc and that, that didn't, didn't work. work then we go back to the other pc because we realized oh that could work and then when we when we tried to put it in we had no dvd player for it so we had to watch it up a thing called UniConverter, which only made it in like different like chapters yeah. of it and then we tried to watch the chapters, but, but it, it, just the frame rate. The frame was so rate bad. was was bad, and th- No, know the computer went down. Like, the oh yeah, the computer, went, computer kept. So turning that's off. why we couldn't do it. And then we just like screw it. Let's just find a YouTube version. Yeah. And then we ended up watching an extended cut on YouTube. So that's it. Took us a long while to do it, and we would have done that with directly right after watching the movie, but because it was but so it ended late at night. Like Twelve. Yeah, and we're, we're like just a hot like, oh, let's not. But um, anyway, that's that's the movie, um. We think it's a masterpiece. You've got to go and watch it out. And now we come to our trivia section. And our trivia section is where we ask you a question. And I also have to answer the uh, question that we gave you last week. So the answer for last week is, I think I asked you, which real-life serial killer um, was the inspiration for um, Leatherface and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1978? And, um, I think it's been renowned that the, uh, the real life inspiration was a murderer named Ed Gein, who, um, predominantly, uh, took several victims between, uh, 1954 and 1957, and there was lots of similarities between Ed, uh, Gein and Leatherface, like, um, he kind of, his home kind of looks quite similar to the home that's depicted in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, although, um... Obviously, I I think I. I mean, the images that I'm looking at is during it's during snow, so it's yeah. uh, I can't really fully uh, see it, but yeah, the house itself actually looks like it, and apparently he did. uh, According to my source, um, he did wear kind of uh, human scalps and faces, and he like um. Leatherface, face, uh, um, cross dress and stuff like that. And I won't get too into some stuff because he has done some pretty dark things and some stuff that I don't think would be appropriate to talk about on this um, uh, on this podcast. But yeah, he's Light podcast. He, he's he's done. I know it's a horror podcast, <laughs> but like, yeah, I know he's done some I know really despicable things and despicable things to women that I just don't want to talk about. But if you want to search him up, Ed Gein, um, yeah, he yeah, you can learn more about him. But he's yeah, he. He didn't the, use a chainsaw, I'll tell you that. Yeah,
1: he's one of the most known serial killers.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I In mean, the early but, century. But yeah, he's he's he didn't use a chainsaw, but he's he definitely was uh, very, very messed up. Anyway, that's that. But now we have to ask you the question for uh, this week. And this question is going to be because Dawn of the Dead related. And uh, the question is, and this may be an easy one for just fans of horror, but you know what, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, which of these... ...film titles is not a George Romero sequel to, you know, the Dawn of the Dead films, the, you know, Night of the Living Dead films, whatever. Which of these is not a name of a sequel? So, uh, it's a multiple choice. We'll give you some options. So, is it either A, Land of the Dead, B, Diary of the Dead, C, Planet of the Dead, or D, Survival of the Dead? So, which of these is not a sequel in the Romero zombie films? Um this time I know the answer
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lu- Louis, Louis
0: knows the answer he's not gonna say it he'll never tell I'll never tell but um yeah, so answer that question and you will uh don't search it up try to guess I mean you can search I don't know I don't guess know what then saying. search it up yeah guess yeah. wait a week for this be anticipated and we will tell you the answer but uh yeah so that's the question and uh yeah just comment on uh, whatever platform you're allowed to comment, which this podcast has yeah. been comment shown. Also, what's your opinion on this film? Yeah, well, yeah. what good. is your opinion on this film? If it's not
1: good, we'll delete it. <laughs> no, that,
0: no, that's no. That's no. G- but yeah, what is your opinion? Did you love it as much as we did? Do you think it's a classic? Do you, you think it's not a classic? Do you think it's... Doesn't des-
1: it's not deserving. Yeah, it's not deserving.
0: Do you think it's too political, too woke? No, <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, it talks about capitalism? <laughs> oh my God. No, no, but by all means, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, yeah, that that's it for me. That's it for me. That's it. All right. Goodbye. That was the
1: Horror Herald. All right. See you next week. Peace. Peace.